Hey everyone, I, I've been preparing an episode that I planned on releasing um, this last weekend, but it, it just isn't ready. But I still wanted to take a second to talk to y'all about Election Day tomorrow. And to preface this, I, I want to talk about the studies that have helped me understand the political climate here in the United States. Uh, the, the first one is the Democracy Index conducted by the Economist's Intelligence Unit. Um, the next one is the 100 Million Project by the Knight Foundation. And uh, I, I really encourage everyone to go read this one, the Pew Research Survey on Trust and Distrust in America. The, um, to talk about the Democracy Index, um, to, it's based on five categories. Uh, the first is the electoral process and pluralism. The second is the functioning of government. Uh, the third is political participation. And the last ones are political culture and civil liberties. And based on its scores on a range of indicators within these categories, the, each country is then itself classified as one of four types of a regime. And that's a full democracy, a flawed democracy, a hybrid regime, and a uh, authoritarian regime. And this is, this is something that I've found not only disturbing but concerning is that the United States has fallen significantly in the ranks over the last two decades. And to, to put into perspective how much um, our neighbors to the north, uh, Canada, they rank number seven. We rank number 25. And I, I'm going to note that this isn't just unique in uh, America. But the rise of authoritarianism and undemocratic governance is rising worldwide. And I'm, let's keep this in mind for a second. The, the next study is the 100 million project. And they look at uh, the United States' largest voting bloc. And I'm not talking about Democrats and I'm not talking about Republicans, but I'm, I'm talking about non-voters. In just 2016, nearly 100 million voting eligible Americans chose not to vote. Over the last 40 years, it has just continued to rise and rise. And, and so I think this is a good segue into the next survey or the, the pre Pew Research Survey. Um, and over the last several decades, they've researched and studied how Americans view democracy and its democratic processes here in the United States. And over the last several decades, there has been this steady and significant decline in the lack of trust, not only in our institutions, but a decline of trust in our fellow Americans. This lack of trust in each other's ability to make astute political choices is a relatively new phenomenon. About six in 10 adults now say they have little or no confidence in the wisdom of the American people when it comes to making political decisions, while 39% express at least some confidence. And to put in perspective how much that has changed, uh, as recently as 2007, that balance of opinion was almost the reverse, where 57% were confident and just 42% were not confident in their fellow citizens. 
and to to jump back to the democracy index and this is something that i I think ties into uh, this discussion is there there there's this global poll conducted by gallup that uncovered that out of the world's one billion full-time workers only 15 percent 15 percent of people are actively engaged and like their jobs (laughs) that means that an astronomical 85 percent of people are unhappy in their jobs in the last four years the political violence in america has increased whether it's widespread acts of arson and vandalism or looting rioting or shooting protesters american polarization fear and rage have grown so great that just recently a a poll showed that americans believe we are two-thirds of the way to a civil war there there's this other poll that was conducted in june uh, indicated that more than one-third of registered voters believe a civil war was likely within the next five years and so so we have to ask ourselves what does all this mean what what does it mean when more americans are choosing not to vote when more americans are becoming cynical in the system and each other and i and i think this is all bad news this is bad news for the social cohesion of the united states this is bad news for democracy we are on the brink of having what was a manageable political problem turn into a true crisis and and i have to make this known because this is some the i think the biggest mis, biggest misunderstanding in american politics is that donald trump is not the root of all of our problems he is not this aberration of us history he is not a foreign virus that came out of nowhere he is the symptom of a disease in america he is the culmination of consumer culture late stage capitalism and the tribalism that permeates through our society. He is the byproduct of neoliberal economic policies that have destroyed the middle class and the working class here in the United States. And we need to understand this because if he loses on election day, our our problems don't end. We need to actually address the material well-being of Americans. and, And that means changing our outdated, immoral, unnecessarily expensive healthcare system. That means we ensure corporations are paying their fair share of taxes and investing in America and in Americans. That means raising the minimum wage to a living wage of $15 an hour. And all of these issues have heavy popular support. I'm talking 80-20 splits. These are within reach. But first, the the current reality of America and the problems we face is grave. We we have 230,000 Americans dead. We're adding 100,000, 90,000 cases of coronavirus daily. We're in the third wave of this pandemic. Meanwhile, we have an additional 8.8 million Americans fall into poverty since May. We have Great Depression levels of unemployment. We have a looming housing crisis, foreclosure crisis in December. 
I need this to be said. I need this to be understood because this is not an endorsement of Joe Biden. If we're being honest, Joe Biden has been in office for 47 years. He has been on the wrong side of issues time and time again, and he represents the worst aspects of Democratic Party governance. We should have no illusions that Joe Biden will solve all of our problems. Joe Biden, in fact, is part of the fundamental problem and, in fact, was an architect for the rise of Donald Trump. He bailed out the big banks. He kicked nearly six million Americans out of their homes. He instituted racist policies on crime. He voted for the Iraq war and he expanded the surveillance state. He is not the savior that people keep making him out to be. He has even gone so far. I'm not even kidding when I say this. He has been heavily reported that he has gone to his Wall Street buddies that nothing will fundamentally change under his administration. So with all this being said, no one really knows who is going to win tomorrow. No one does. And if they tell you they do, they're lying to you. But I firmly believe that if Joe Biden wins, the Democrats win back a majority in the Senate and keep their majority in the House, and they do nothing to address the problems that Americans face, then the next Donald Trump will be much worse. So go vote. Go vote. But the time to work for a better future doesn't end tomorrow. It starts tomorrow.